Julian, I can't believe you didn't get those episodes out on time. I know, man. I know. I'm sorry. I, I fucking had Matt Kreisman poisoned. Do you know the lengths that I had to go through to get that done? I had to call Langley up. They were going to do it anyways, so it wasn't actually that much effort, but <laughs> anyways. Bum, bum, bum. Hi everybody, it's Left Look. Today's uh, Sunday, October the 8th, 2023. I'm here with my best friends, Jacob. Uh, hello, brother Julian. And DJ. Are you two really just going to gloss over that? <laughs> what? <laughs> Listen, you're lucky I don't know who this Matt guy is, but... I'll do a step over anybody in my bid for fame. And brother Christman, he's done some, you know, some questionable stuff as I referenced the Amberly Frost last week. No, I'm just kidding. We wish him all the best in a speedy recovery. We don't know what he has, but uh, we couldn't not uh, talk about it as yeah. we talk about it all the time. Yeah. We're not quite that parasocial, but we're a little parasocial. We're getting there. <laughs> Very, in fact. <laughs> all right. Uh, Hi, I'm here. And, uh, yeah, it's Left Look. This is the premier independent podcast from the Gateau Institute, where we'll be taking a look at Canadian arts, culture, and entertainment to provide you with an unbiased left-wing perspective. Voici the podcast from Gateau. Uh, the French is not coming naturally to me. Insert there. Yeah, I might I might edit this with a previous week's. <laughs> not even redo it. Copy paste over. Yeah. <laughs> We all know he's not going to either. Yeah, I know. It, this is what it is. <laughs> you listen to this show. I know you do. <laughs> very good at guessing. He just, he just knows the kind of person I am. <laughs> he does know you well. Uh, what's the date today? The 9th? The 8th. Uh, I got it. I said it. This oh, time. I'm sorry. Correctly. I mean, it could be whatever day you want. Repetitive. If there's another one you'd prefer. <laughs> I, I, the dates are a whirl. Um, I wanted to open this week uh, apologizing to Sean Fain. Sean Fain is the head of the UAW. I guess I'm apologizing because I couldn't remember his fucking name originally when I <laughs> went for it. But I do apologize because I, uh, I think I was a little too uh, zealous with my vanguardism when I uh, critiqued him last time. He's, uh, he's being very militant. I just, uh, I'm always more militant, so maybe I should be a little more fair in my critiques. <laughs> Not a bad yeah. idea. You'll become less militant as you get older. That's what they say. I've, like, consistently, like, drifted to the left, but not, like, slow drift, like, Tokyo drift to the left. <laughs> exponential drift. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, uh, I'm as left, actually, uh, ideologically, as you can get right now, in my opinion. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna break new boundaries. No, I doubt it. I, I'm very conservative. <laughs> there is, there is no further left to go. Yeah. I'm very conservative in my leftism. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that what Zizek says? What? Isn't that what Zizek says? Zizek? Yeah. yeah. Orthodox. A conservative communist. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your language. <laughs> um, I wanted to apologize uh, for uh, presenting Taylor Swift as a, an ally of the left. <laughs> I don't remember that. I, uh, I brought her up in the context of her new boyfriend in the NFL, uh, Kelsey, or whatever his name is, Travis, I think it's Kelsey, and uh, there's been a, a spike in viewership in the NFL, and all these uh, women shit posters have been like, it's so great what uh, Taylor Swift has done for the this little-known league, the NFL, right? <laughs> and it's funny, because the NFL's dying, too, right? So they've got this fucking, like, the oh. the middle-aged men that, like, statistically dying. I'm not like... Yeah, it's still the highest-grossing sport, I'm pretty sure. No, come on. Basketball, for I sure. I think so. I think the NFL's got them all beat. Baseball's gotta be, you know, because the, the... Soccer. Bar none. Well, okay, be. internationally, yeah, soccer, definitely. Um, But anyways... I forgot where I was. Taylor. Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor and Kelsey. I I, I wanted to apologize because I presented her as like this left ally for the bit <laughs> because uh, they, they, she had weaponized her followers against NFL uh, fans, right? And uh, I view NFL fans as barbaric, you know, like just, just shy of the UFC fans. And so... <laughs> There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. An enemy of an enemy is my friend, right? And I too uh, gladly was shaking hands with the Taylor Swift, and uh, I apologize for it. She's the greatest polluter of any fucking celebrity out there. She's an enemy <laughs> of the left. I saw a take that said that this whole thing with Travis Kelsey was a calculated PR plan to uh, ingratiate herself with the left by providing such a fucking uh, spectacle. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, 
I don't believe it. Nobody's yeah. that big brained. Can you can you rehash the leftist case for Taylor Swift? I don't understand. Because she has uh, had her followers mock the NFL in such a just hilarious way, right? Ah. She has, uh, you know, been parallel with our cause, which is to bully the right wing. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, yeah. She could do great things. She doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> I mean, she did one cool thing recently. I saw. She gave every truck driver on her tour like a hundred thousand dollar bonus or something. Yeah, she also bonus. did. She also did the sign up for voting thing, and like thirty thousand people signed up online <laughs> in one night, and you know that's cool too. But she definitely has power. Yeah, she doesn't utilize the power enough for me to respect her. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Give her some time. She's hitting her stride. I don't know. The <laughs> stride has been hit. She is in the. Uh, she is in the uh, the stratosphere of celebrity as Michael Jackson, but he uh, she is also subject to the same sexism uh, that he wasn't, right? And so her, uh, what's called, lifespan is not as great. Madonna was as big as Michael Jackson at one point, and now is not, right? Whereas Michael Jackson was a god, right, until he fucking died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what a god. <laughs> not all gods are great. <laughs> Trickster gods. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. As a pagan, I can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> are you a pagan? I could be. <laughs> What's your, uh, who's your patron god if you were a pagan? Take one. Uh, probably something earth related. Yeah. For sure. I was thinking like, Gaia. no, no, the cults, the, uh, um, the, the grain cults of the late Roman Empire. You should, uh, look that up. So. I would, but I'm dumb and I wouldn't know what to look for. Uh, probably, uh, like a mushroom. I'd probably just That's find good. a really big mushroom and start <laughs> worshiping it. Radagast kind of fucking Yeah, vibe. just, but a little more crazy, a little more unhappy. The Radagast? Like, less, I want to say Middle Earth. More, let's let's let the dread chaos consume Middle Earth and have it be reborn mm -hmm. in the new <laughs> crumbling Pressing on. Uh Third apology. Uh, this wasn't on air, but I'm apologizing to my sister. How many do you have there? This is four, but the last one is seven parts. Okay. <laughs> And so I needed clues to get through it. I usually don't have notes for the show, but I, uh, I needed clues for this one. I've been working up an apology to Julian over several weeks, is what I'm alluding to, and that's going to be lengthy. But anyways, I apologize to my, uh, my sister, because I, uh, I shamed her on her reading uh, choices. That she, she likes fiction, like fantasy fiction, that has a lot of smut in it. And I, oh, that's all women. That's all, that is all women. What do you mean? You don't read that? What? That's good reading material. You know, we'll get to that. <laughs> but um, th that's misogyny on my part. And, I, you know, I want to be on the, fr the front lines Hell myself. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I didn't think that's what that fist bump was for. <laughs> fist bumps me and goes, Hell yeah, brother. And <laughs> I didn't want to be congratulated. But, uh, um, for apologizing. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, that's no good. Just because I think it's terrible, and it is, doesn't mean that I, uh, I should do that. It's, it's no good. That's no bueno. Yeah, I mean, I I laugh kind of at, like, the fantasy stuff that Jen reads, or whatever her name is, and uh, I really can't say anything because she reads way more than I do, and that's, <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> like, it, kudos to her. Fiction is good for your soul, and we think about the Roman Empire every yeah. day, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> brings the dopamine in, it's just fantasy smut. It's fantasy smut is the Roman Empire. Have you ever seen the uh, the HBO show Spartacus? It, it, uh, you should watch. I'm sure it's online. It's uh, it's sex, uh, soft porn, softcore porn, and then you know violence, simulated mm -hmm. violence, softcore porn, simulated violence, softcore, and a lot of homoeroticism, like these big buff uh, gladiators lifting wooden planks for no reason and things like that. There is actual gay sex between a Carthaginian and his uh, bussy slave. I think I will <laughs> describe him as. Is, yep. that, is that a region of uh, the Mediterranean? Yeah, Bussy. <laughs> Bussia. <laughs> we're just, our jokes just start hitting for you today. Because <laughs> we're all in the studio. I don't want to laugh and <laughs> subject myself to agreeing with this. <laughs> don't worry, man. Once we start getting the following, we'll just delete this like cowards. <laughs> um, finally. Redacted. 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 It's all ironic. Like, that's, it's, it's that Satire. easy. Satire. <laughs> Uh, you know what's not satire is uh, 
the uh, the principle of charity, Julian. And uh, this apology goes for you, which is uh, that you end every episode with the summer is coming bit. Uh-huh. And I have not been charitable with that. <laughs> I have, in fact, uh, openly shown disdain or even contempt for the phrase. I mean, you let me do it, though, so... <laughs> let you. This is your podcast, No, brother. it's our podcast. Well, that's what I mean. It's yours as well. I, I, I don't have enough... Uh, I don't have property rights above yours, right? <laughs> yes. But I, I was not being charitable with the phrase is basically where I'm going to go at. And I have taken... A tremendous amount of time, basically because I'm just autistic and I can't stop thinking. <laughs> but that, uh, that I've taken a tremendous amount of time building the greatest case for what I think could be summer is coming, and so I'm going to present it now to you. All right. And so I start with um, the bit that uh, I I did I, probably over 30 episodes ago now, which is that uh, I'm not a Tolkien fan because uh, you can't claim to be a Tolkien fan because there's always a bigger Tolkien fan. I, I, I listed all those fucking crazy weird things I know about Tolkien and then I said I have a friend who went to England and uh, recited Beowulf over fucking Tolkien's uh, grave in Old English right Uh, just to show the respect he had for that freak (laughs) yeah a freak for sure right but just goes to show the devotion that that has and rightfully so in my uh, point and not so with George R.R. Martin, as we're going to get to see. For me, George R.R. Martin reminds me of the meme uh, about artists where he, uh, where there are like four stills, and it's like the 1970s, the 1500s, the, the ancient Greece, and then a caveman. And it was like, for the first three, it goes, uh, I hope I'm, I can live up to the great masters, right? But then for the last one, he goes, ooga booga, right? Krug <laughs> is the best. <laughs> he is the great master, right? Tolkien is the great master too, right? In that fact, right? He uh, he birthed things, right? And whereas um, George R. R. Martin birthed nothing, it's a politics. And in fact, uh, I can claim that I'm a fan of George R. R. Martin's uh, because I believe there's no bigger fan of George R. R. Martin's than me. <laughs> in fact, I I really could say that. Um, because it's a politics. There's no, uh, there's no fucking world building there. It's not beautiful. It's not complica- uh, complicated. It's not a, co- a comment on theology, mm-hmm. right? It is akin to Warhammer world building. Have you ever seen the map? Right. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the map for uh, Game of Thrones? I think so. Yeah, it's got two continents, right? The first continent is Westeros that everyone associates with Game of Thrones, and that is supposed to represent Britain. But Britain in the imagination of now, which is that it includes America, right? It is huge. It is hegemon of the world, violent, sure, yeah, fractious. The, the Anglosphere. The violence. Anglosphere generally, right? The Iron Throne yeah. is a great fucking uh, metaphor for just power in the Anglosphere, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, whereas Essos, the other continent, right? You can actually just point to the cultures that he dotted here and there, yeah. and then you can see that he shifted a culture uh, east to west or north to south just to add a little interesting flavor here or there, right? Um, I, I don't want to get too specific with it because I might be wrong on one or two of them, right? But bravo. Just said you're his biggest fan. I am I'm literally his biggest <laughs> fan. But I like I feel like people will quibble with me. <laughs> Bravos is supposed to be Spain. You know, Carth uh, is supposed to be Carthage. GT is supposed to be China. Um, uh, Volantis, Amir, Tyrosh, and Pentos are supposed to be the Italian city-states, right? It is like a fucking empty and vapid fucking world-building exercise, right? He wants to talk about politics. All he wants to talk about is politics, right? And the politics in the Anglosphere specifically, mm-hmm. right? And, um, but he is a great master also at the same time, right? Like to give him his due and to talk about that, just like to explain it, I, he has this line where he explains his writing and he says, what I do is when I'm writing my first pieces is I leave Easter eggs that I know are interesting enough that I can build worlds off them. Mm -hmm. Right. And the example I love to go for the case I'm making at least is the Blackstone, right? And the Blackstone appears in a bunch of different places all over uh, the world of uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. And, uh, for instance, in uh, the Iron Islands, where the uh, the Viking people are, there is a the Sea Stone Chair, which is uh, the, the throne of uh, House Pike, right, who leads the Iron Islands. And it's made of a soapy black stone that drinks in the light, is the uh, definition, right? And then you go to the High Towers, who are in Old Town, which is like thousands of kilometers to the south. And the High Towers have built a tower on top of this base of black stone that mm. drinks in the light, right? And then you go 
all the way to the other end of the earth in, on, in the east, right? And there are these labyrinths of black stone that drink in the light. And then on another island, a statue of a frog that drinks in the light. Does he use that description for all of them? They drink yes, in the light? Yes. Yeah. That's cool. That's I'm the that. only clue we get, right? <clears throat> and in fact, part of his world building is that this 1400s imagined Britain, America thing, right? That is West, uh, Westeros. Mm -hmm. Um, the farther you get away from it, the less accurate the information that you're getting is because you always get the information through the, a perspective of somebody and that perspective is limited by their education and their knowledge mm -hmm. and their, the rumors and the histories that have built, been built on rumors, right? It is a politics. But um, Martin's own attitude shows that he's not worthy. On, on top of it, just like categorically being worse than Tolkien, right? And... I love I love it more, so I'm I'm disgusting and I suck. But uh, <laughs> um, it's categorically worse than Tolkien's. But his own open attitudes about the fucking sh uh, about the the universe show that he is just like the enemy of socialism. You know what I mean? Uh, his backstory is that he's like this uh, person who grew up in a conservative household, but then came up during the Vietnam War and got conscientious objector status, and then basically, basically just went to Hollywood to become a TV writer and never did anything political again, right? Okay. To me, identifiable, throwing a dart at a board, that's a libertarian. No ifs, ands, or buts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he has this line where he says, it's demoralizing when people have picked apart everything, right? Have found every little clue and every little mystery that you have uh, found, that you have left in there, mm -hmm. that you poured your soul into, right? And it's like, my guy, you don't understand the depths at which the people have studied this work. I have a game, a video game that is a map game of uh, a Game of Thrones. It's, a, it's eight mods for uh, Crusader Kings 2, and it translates Crusade, uh, the... Uh, what's it called, the World of Ice and Fire into Crusader Kings 2. The effort of a team of thousands of people unpaid, right? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it completely captures, uh, what's it called, I want to say 600 years of history. Every person who owns every little plot of land, their backstories, their bloodlines, and their little a little blurb about them. And then on top of that little... Uh, instance messages about uh, backstories on the histories and things. If you want to learn about A Song of Ice and Fire, you go to that game. Book the Wikipedia. Right. Play that game. Yeah, don't read the books. <laughs> <laughs> I read the books too, right? <laughs> uh, not only did I read the books, I read, uh, which are, you know, A Game of Thrones, A Clash of Kings, uh, A Winds of Winter, A Dream of Spring, I'm missing one there, A Storm of Swords. Uh, and, um, but Dream of Winter and Spring is, uh, sorry, Winds of Winter and Dream of Spring aren't out yet. Had to show my bona fides, and I've also read uh, *Fire and Blood*, which is the *House of the Dragon* uh, show, right. a book which covers the reigns between Aegon the First, the Conqueror, and uh, Aegon the Third, the Dragonbane. But I could probably do the entire dynasty if you asked me. Remember that one time I did the dynasty of uh, England, like as far as I could. Mm. I could do it, no problem for the Targaryens. If you press me, we're not doing it. Thank goodness. Yes, um, but doesn't that just show that like the the more uh, adult attitude is to be that um, the, the people are the greatest fucking uh, instrument. Fuck this uh, politics that George R.R. R. Martin portrays. George R.R. R. Martin's politics in Game of Thrones are conservative, mm -hmm. time and time again. Anybody who brings anything revolutionary, Danny, I'm going to break the wheel, right? She's the bad guy in the end. Not People were shocked at that. She was supposed to be the bad guy. Dragon Hitler was the idea. Cute little 14-year-old <laughs> girl who becomes Dragon Hitler is like an, a basic writing uh, instrument, right? It's not like he's being very complicated there. But uh, anytime anyone is soft or weak or, um, you know, tries to show compassion in rulership... Once they die, usually is how it works out. That the the whole realm falls apart because they're yeah. because softness is not to be rewarded in governance, right? Is basically George R. R. Martin's fucking lesson, and fuck that guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, softness is to be rewarded in uh, in governance, and it is proven that uh, because his attitudes about humanity have been shown false, he hasn't created some wisdom that you know some people can discern and things like that. Mm -hmm. He's created a video game. Right? <laughs> A very good one. <laughs> yeah. But he's no Tolkien, right? He's no Tolkien. He doesn't have comments about the good, uh, you know, the triumph of good over evil and uh, 
what true morality in it is and what it is to live a good life and things like that. There's nothing like that in George R. R. Martin. Fuck his monetary policy. That's a, that's a George R. R. Martin line. What is, what's Aragorn's policy? Monetary policy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. That's his policy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope this gets to George R. R. Martin, but I want to finish the bit. Uh, I apologize, Julian. Summer is coming. That's the socialist message. Fuck winter is coming. Okay. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> I thought. Yeah. I mean, when I said it was kind of a comment on climate change and how. Yeah, I know. That's not coming. That's no good. <laughs> Oh, it's the principle of charity, Julian. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's, an ar- it's a rule in argumentation that goes back to Aristotle and Plato, which, or actually the sophists before them, which uh, says that in order to be most persuasive, you can never set up a straw man of your enemy in argument. Uh, you always build up an iron man, the strongest man that you can fight against. And then when you beat them, it's all the more impressive. Right. A steel man. Mm-hmm. But I didn't beat you there. I, I accepted your fucking vision that I've made. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're on board with the three words I say at the end of every yeah, show. <laughs> I just provided a justification that makes me feel like it's less cringe. Okay, right. <laughs> you also ate up 20 minutes, which... Uh... I told you I've been working that bit up for weeks. <laughs> I uh, I hope that was okay. I did monologue. Yeah, no, that's, that's good with me. Good. Yeah, I, I think... Um... You were shaking your head yes a lot throughout that. I was a you, good, I was thinking about it. I, I don't know much about George, but... Uh, you know really, much about the universe, though? So I've watched the show. Okay. Right? All the show, and I'm thinking about it, and I never really thought about it too deeply, because why would I? Yeah. But I'm thinking about it, and like, yeah, everyone in that show is kind of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and if they're not, they die. Yeah. Or they're, like, overthrown, because how dare you be trusting, yeah. or, like, good-natured, or share. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think in one... To put it one way the world building is excellent and compelling. It's compelling, but is but it excellent? The world building, right? To look at a map, to, to sink your teeth into these characters, to play a game in this world. Yeah. Sure, that's great. That's a great world, but yeah. the storytelling? Yeah. What, what is there? Yeah. It's just politics. It it's is just, a politics. It's just very, it's almost propaganda. Yes, conservative and, propaganda. Yeah, and that's not storytelling, that's just icky. Yeah. yeah, no, fuck that guy. But, yeah. you know, fuck that guy after me devoting probably eight, nine hundred hours of that of my life to that. So. Yeah, I am reminded reminded of one point in the show where John is on the wall for something. Well, I know what he's there for, but I don't remember where it is in the show chronologically. But, uh, yeah, he's conflicted with the decision and he wants to be soft. And some guy tells him, you have to kill the boy. You have to kill the boy inside you and become a man and become hard and heartless and cold. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, like... I guess that's J.R.R.'s whole uh, worldview. G.R.R., whatever his name is. Yeah, George R.R. Yeah. J. You went J.R.R. Tolkien. J.R.R. Tolkien. I would have done that too, to be fair. <laughs> it's a very easy mistake to make, I think. I mean, we just want to say the better name. Their comparisons are easy to make, right? Like, they're uh, instrumental to uh, high fantasy, I yeah. think, is the. But sure. George R.R. R. Martin's historical counterpart is actually um, Herbert. What's his name? The Dune are, um, Spencer? author. Spencer. Spencer. Uh, yeah. Yes? Yes, I think so. <laughs> Herbert Spencer? No, that's wrong. Herbert, uh... Fuck him. Yeah. He's right wing, too. <laughs> yeah. Right? Dune Tol- guy. Admittedly, Tolkien's right wing. We've done that yeah, as well, yeah. right? But he's uh, esoterically and theo- theologically right wing. In every uh, formal and material aspect of his uh, work, he was left wing, which is the, the Hobbit lifestyle is to be pursued, right? <laughs> you, know, you know what the big difference there is? What? Catholic. Catholic. Catholics. You know what? Catholics may be responsible for all of fascism, but they do do some beautiful work from time to time. <laughs> they, off, they, they sometimes share, yeah. which is a big step compared to everything else. <laughs> Fucking schemers. Though. Yes. <laughs> The Protestants who just say, no, all of this is mine. Yeah. Off. <laughs> At least Protestants admit man is evil. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But you know what? Maybe it's wrong for Protestants to admit man is evil. Most people are evil, and it's not worth catering to the Tolkien's of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, I, I, I'm really glad that resonated with you at least a little bit, because, uh, yeah, I was scared to make that bit. Because... You, you did great. <laughs> yeah. You nailed it. Solid. Uh, is that um, the end of your apologies? Yeah, that's the, that's a lengthy apology oh, bit, okay. and I'm, I apologize for it. Five apologies. This <laughs> apologize week. next week. This is just the apology episode. Yeah. yeah. Anything you want to apologize for? That's the title now, too. But, uh, uh, no, I shouldn't say that. Speaking of Catholicism, mm-hmm. uh, we're sharing our sins clearly today. 
Why? Well, we're apologizing. We're confessing. This is confession. This yeah. whole show is just kind of an exercise in me confessing my fucking bigotry and uh, unsupported suppositions and things like that. It's actually a self-damaging exercise. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell if it is. So far, I think it's a good outlet. Yeah. Sure. Am well, I... Julian? Are you managing me? Am I a, a retarded friend that you just like do what? this to help? <laughs> My greatest fear growing up is that I was secretly mentally disabled and that everyone, uh, this is a great conspiracy I have in my head, <laughs> that I was secretly mentally disabled and that everyone that was nice to me, my family and friends included, was just doing that to placate me as part of some government program that I had no <laughs> A access. government program. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's just marijuana paranoia, just man. Let me, no, let me for sure. My, my... License, my medical license. He's on to us. <laughs> Jacob, are you sorry, Julian? Are you saying that the guy who's been smoking weed very consistently <laughs> since the age of fourteen might have a little paranoia? No, Fuck you. No. <laughs> uh, I, I want to offer an apology while we're here. Yeah. To you, Jacob. No. Uh, this is not as big as yours to Julian, and it's not. Thank God. Could we do twenty minutes again? <laughs> <laughs> um, the other week, I cut in to say that the fellow you were thinking about was Paganini, famous Italian violinist hmm. who feuded with Mozart, but it was not... I didn't think it was. Solieri. Solieri, yeah, that is who, right. Who was the... Uh, Salieri. Yes, something like that. It's Salieri. Yeah. Uh, also, violinist, so... You can see half points. Half yeah. points there, yeah. Yeah, I picked. I had a violinist, just different part of Italy. Yeah. Honestly, Italians, one of the same. <laughs> <laughs> I won't hate on the gypsies at this episode, but the WAPs are free game apparently. <laughs> yeah. I I love uh, outdated racisms, as I've said. The Italians are in a place of like cultural preeminence and hegemony, right? Like. Gangster, oh, yeah. gangster movies, and they, they hold places on the judiciary. Yeah. I think they're three of four of the Supreme Court in the United States or yeah. something like that. Ever since Super Mario Bros. came out. <laughs> the old one or the new one? The, the, yeah, the 90s one, the live oh, action oh, one. The big one. Oh, not the movie. No, 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 no I meant the original game. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. But that's not true. The 70s, you could still be mean to Wops, and it wasn't good. <laughs> now I'm more acceptable. Yeah. Scalia really ruined it for you guys because that man deserves to rot in hell. Uh, Neil Nisi Bonham, but I can say evil things about that yeah. man. Now you can't say the, you can't really say WAP anymore, but you can still do the accent without mm -hmm. getting in trouble. You can't do that with every accent. Mm -hmm. Um, so there is a, there has been a death in the leftist community. Oh. Well, in effect, a death. We're canceling somebody. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, I'll get the stamp. Yeah. Have we canceled anyone yet? Uh, me. <laughs> no, we've just set you up to be canceled. We're not canceled yet. <laughs> set me up. You just put a mic in front of me. That's yeah. All, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> um, Bernie Sanders is being canceled. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, some people say it should have been years ago, but, you know, I, uh, I hung out out. It might surprise you, listeners, that I was a Bernie bro. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, Bernie had uh, protesters peace protesters out, uh, arrested outside his office uh, l last week and then and then again he tweeted uh, support for Israel in the uh, oh, he's in, Jewish though and <laughs> all the more reason for him to fucking uh, Jewish in America in my opinion you have um, what's it called duties to live up to the what's it called the horrors of the Holocaust and our, our collective duty to prevent that by saying that Israel is a, an apartheid state and they're committing slow genocide against the uh, Palestinians, right? And so... They're just really big hypocrites. Yeah, <laughs> really big hypocrites. Um, I saw a video of them, uh, people in, uh, Israelis in Jerusalem spitting on uh, Asian Christians carrying a cross up the mount as part of it. <laughs> and they were spitting on them. Uh, hundreds of these Israelis as they went by and they were spitting on these Christians. It's Jesus. just like... That's a tough look, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I, I don't even like the Christians. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, so Bernie, yeah, we canceled Bernie. And uh, it's tough because uh, Cornell West, who is a uh, running for the Green Party, 
uh, was running for the Green Party. He's now dropped and is running as an independent. Right? And is, uh, Good for him. Oh, what happened there? I don't know. I haven't looked into it yet. <laughs> it happened like yesterday. Uh, I've got lots to look into. I've been working on this essay. It's uh, been a busy week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Cornell West has this bit about Bernie that came out a while ago, and I posted it in our group chat before Bernie got canceled. And uh, I just... Uh, it reflects more on Cornell West. I've cut out most of the Bernie stuff and it, uh, just left the intro bit and just uh, done this Cornell West bit. Uh, I just want to uh, run it by you guys and uh, see if you think that, like, you agree that if Cornell West was president, he'd be oh, far and away the most uh, the smartest uh, president we've ever had. Like, mm-hmm. way smarter than Obama or Clinton. Or uh, unfortunately, like at this point, I don't think it would take much. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Um, What's the line? There's this line that is in uh, pop culture of America that um, when President Jefferson was in a room alone was the mo- was the most IQ that the uh, any room in the White House has ever had, right? <laughs> okay. I think that's a great joke because it, uh, it shows that they think Jefferson was really smart, right? But what it really shows is that you can just go read things that Jefferson wrote and did, right? And that guy was not, like, touched by God or anything like yeah. that. He's not a titan of intellect, you know what I mean? Like, He's just a libertarian, and libertarians are convenient. He was a rich, Especially in the 1700s. He was a rich nobleman at the right place at the right time. <laughs> didn't, didn't they really just invite him because he had nice handwriting? Uh, no, that's <laughs> Hancock. Oh, shoot. Hancock. For real? Well, that was a joke. Okay. Hancock's the signature I'm, guy. A funny joke, but uh, you had me for a minute there. Yeah. Um, I could see that. <laughs> anyways, I'm going to do Cornell West. Uh, Cornell West quotes here, quote here. It's very short. I am going to, uh, what's it called, refuse the temptation to do the accent, which is, I want to describe as black voice and then whispering. Like he's a grandparent trying to tell you something because he's really impatient, but he's got infinite patience since actually... No, I'm not doing the voice. <laughs> um, the Democratic Party was not fair to dear brother Sanders. The Democratic Party was not democratic. It was anti-Socratic uh, ellipses, which just means dot, dot, dot. They don't want serious dialogue to end in consequences. But I come from a tradition and a people who bear witness to truth no matter the consequences. I do not engage in narrow Machiavellian calculations of moving X and Y. No, these are issues of honesty, integrity, and decency, and most importantly, standing in solidarity with those who the biblical tradition call the least of these, who Franz Fanon calls the wretched of the earth, with working people, not just here in America, but all over the earth. Yeah, Bernie Sanders betrayed that man and his tribute to him with that, uh, <laughs> with his bullshit this week, right? And yeah. What a righteous man. A week ago? Uh, That came out weeks ago, and then Bernie Sanders' uh, thing came out a week ago, right? But God, what a speaker, hey? Like, Cornell West should be president, just like Nilia, if fans are butts, right? I would like to see him on TV some more. Well, they keep him off. (laughs) You know why? Because he's excellent. (laughs) He, uh... He's not only uh, esoterically perfect, right, like academic uh, citations and every bit he does, but he is a approachable in the core message in every time, right, yeah. which is that shit sucks, shit shouldn't, shouldn't suck, and it's not your fault, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, the fact you have a fellow who can use the word Machiavellian. Properly. Properly, <laughs> while speaking. <laughs> Already outclassed many of the presidents. Yeah, Obama got nothing on that. Yeah. Joe Rogan called Obama the smartest guy uh, he's ever seen. <laughs> I mean... That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe the best operator out there. He's, he's such a fucking <laughs> idiot, though, Obama. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, no. Uh, as a Machiavellian... <laughs> uh, Good way to lead in. <laughs> uh, I, I support Cornell West as a, a paragon of virtue. And... Uh, no way fans or butts on his candidacy, in my opinion. But uh, we still support Afro Man here on Left Look. Afro Man 2020. That, oh man. VP nomination? Ooh. What? Uh, fuck. The, you know what that made me think of? We were talking about this for a second. Do you uh, think uh, RF Kennedy Jr. is running to be uh, Trump's VP? Ooh. He's, Democrat, he's in the Democratic... Uh, primary right now but it's like uh republican right what? no he's in the democratic primary but rfk yeah robert f kennedy jr oh he's running against biden right now but that's basically a non-starter because the machine <laughs> politics of de- uh, the democratic party are not letting anybody joe biden win right yeah unless they sub gavin newsom in at the convention which i still think they're going to do that but until then joe biden's the candidate 
and RFK, no matter how many fucking votes he gets, he could get a hundred percent of the votes. He's not gonna. <laughs> he's not being the candidate. Yeah, they shot down Bernie Sanders. They'll shoot him. Yeah, they, they <laughs> literally destroyed uh, Bernie's candidacy. Do you know what? Uh, do you remember the timeline of that? Uh, um, in twenty sixteen, twenty fifteen, sixteen. Oh man, I watched it so closely. It, it would like everyone who uh, was in it uh, at the time like remembers that more than 9-11 in my opinion <laughs> the uh bernie was winning going into the third state i think it was and uh obama called all the liberals and told them to drop out and then called warren and said if you drop out i'll murder you <laughs> <laughs> splitting bernie's vote and giving all the other votes to biden jesus co-opting democracy in 2020 2016 wasn't it was Warren even in the picture in 2016? I thought that was... No, it was the 2020 run. You're right. 2016's the... Uh, it was the, him and Hillary. You confused me. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Clinton run was not as impressive, in my opinion. He won the 2021 run, in my opinion. Yeah? Yeah. Not in close in 2016. Um, I mean, he had it. It's just the fucking superdelegate system. And yeah, all the superdelegates said no. <laughs> he overcame them. He would... Like, had Obama not done that CIA operator <laughs> shit... That's so extra legal, so fucking extra constitutional, right? So in the bounds of the political that like people got to know about that, and they should base their decisions based around that. The oh. entire Democratic Party has got to go. Hillary Clinton, especially, she keeps going on CNN saying crazy shit. <laughs> she said the uh, uh, "Make America Great Again" people, MAGA, uh, that they need to be uh, formally deprogrammed. Right? And nice. Now I bet they love reblogging that. It is on every podcast fucking right word, right? Yep. Like, so, good job, Hillary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. I remember in 2016 when she called them a basket of deplorables. I'm like, you just armed them for life. Yes. Like, nicely done. <laughs> She's such a terrible political operator. They're going to sell 100,000 deplorable t-shirts now. Yeah. <laughs> just the worst. She does She's... Uh, a self-defeating liberal. She's the the prime example of a liberal, which is like we don't actually want power. We're here to orchestrate what power is. Yeah. Right. Sorry, you were gonna say something. What if she was planted? She is a plant. What if she was she was put there? She planted herself. Yeah. No. There's photos of her hanging out with John F. Kennedy, and then she went to law school and found the most charismatic man she could find, <laughs> and then rode him mercilessly <laughs> to the presidency. <laughs> Really yeah. yeah, Slay Queen. The seventies, you were never gonna win. Yeah. You couldn't win today too, obviously. But. Yeah, sexism is still alive and yeah. well. Yeah, not going anywhere in my opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got there. What time we got? Uh, are you gonna? Are you gonna mention the speaker guy at all? I feel like that was big news. What, uh, the what, what happened? Yeah. Oh, the. I assume you two know more about it than I do. Yeah, Kevin I don't McCarthy. Know. I saw a tweet of him that said, just like, bring it on, and then 48 hours later he was voted out of his position. <laughs> yeah, <inside>. that was <laughs> really good. Um, no, the best thing, uh, the best tweet that I saw about it was that the uh, that Matt Gates just took out the Speaker of the House and Joe Biden let the Senate parliamentarian prevent student loan forgiveness. And the Senate parliamentarian is just like a staffer who provides an opinion, a written opinion on whether or not something is constitutional. And she wrote, I think it was she, uh, that it probably isn't within the power of the president to do to forgive <laughs> debt, right? It's like, grow the fuck up, right? Yeah. The president is God on earth. He can do what he wants. He, he doesn't have to sign anything, I've said. He can snap his fingers and student debt would disappear, right? Yeah, I, I think that had already been decided, no? Like, Going into this election, we knew Biden could just forgive student loan. If we and that he to. wouldn't on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone with a brain knew that, but, you know, liberals didn't know that. <laughs> they were talking about that $50,000 debt. I guess we have to talk about this here now. That um, Biden's also been strategically forgiving uh, people with massive amounts of debt and people who were uh, disadvantaged with their debt specifically, right? People who were victim to fraud universities, people who have disabilities, right? Yeah. Pe people who uh, can prove hardship. They have all had uh, surgical usage of the uh, debt forgiveness used against them. And that's class warfare. That is not a good act that he's done, right? Like, yeah. what he has done is separated the, the most suffering from the multitude of suffering, right? There are millions of people who are bankrupted by their student loans, which is, and students, uh, sorry, tuition is their right, right? It's their uh, UN right, right? So this debt's going away eventually. And what you've done is set these people who are really, really suffering against the people who are just suffering, right? 
and created more violence in society because you are a feckless and incompetent fucking liberal, Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. fuck you, Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah. I like to pretend my bits make their way. <laughs> Definitely, Joe. We're going to get you. Anyways, Speaker <laughs> McCarthy, Joe. though. Uh, yeah, I hate that guy, too. Yeah. He's retiring from politics, eh? That's it. He's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I would, too. That's fair. How do you bounce back from that? Uh, well, how do you reach higher than that? You know what I mean? You're you're not charismatic. You're not cool. You're not fun. You're yeah. not smart. He'd like, just be a paid lobbyist on the weekends. I think that he's going to. to K Street. That's what he was going <laughs> to do. Didn't he, didn't he beg for that position, basically? Like, he, after all the voting, he basically begged everyone. Oh, yeah. Begged is not the right word. Sold his soul with the right-wing devils. Is mm-hmm. the He changed the rules and what how he could be voted out. Uh, and that's why he was voted out. That basically these eight uh, fascists had fucking pull power on it. Yeah. So they were like Marjorie Taylor Greene types and fucking Matt Gates types. Yeah. So fuck him. And that's what ended up getting it, him kicked it, out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Democrats went, huh. We can use the fascists. We can get this dickhead out of here. I don't think it's working. People are talking about putting Trump in right now. That's it's not the speaker? Happening. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's not happening. <laughs> oh. At that point, if that were to happen, just American politics becomes the WWE. <laughs> if that happened, he's third in line to the presidency. I bet you Kamala and Joe would get hit. <laughs> Whacked. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, no, that's not happening. There's bunch of reasons that's not happening basically uh votes is the reason of it but there's also like uh legal reasons he trump instituted laws that you can't be a member of parliament if you have like convictions and trump's got convictions <laughs> <laughs> so he can be president but he can't be speaker that's fun yeah. Shucks. Yeah. um yeah the, the whole thing has been weird but uh it's fun to watch the republican party do a little civil war but then you know going back to hillary clinton right what is she drawing attention from this civil war? We should just be basking in the glow of the, the Republican fire as it burns itself to the ground, hopefully, right? And that's hopefully <laughs> that is the best outcome for American democracy that there is this new leo, neoliberal fascist hegemony supremacy that is there all the time. The Democrats never lose, right? And that there's just liberal fascism all the time <laughs> rather than the raving rightward cross-bearing fascism that was yeah. the Republican Party, right? Of the opportunities they've got. Yeah. You gotta pick the lesser evil. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Would we we all do kind of expect it to be Trump in twenty twenty four though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The polls show it to be now. Since August, I think. Wunderbar. That's funny. <laughs> Weimar America. <laughs> Hopefully, it lasts just as long. <laughs> Dude, I want Weimar America to never end compared to what comes after Weimar America. <laughs> if, if the cards play themselves. Don't really have much of a choice. Get the shit kicked out of them by the Chinese. The Chinese. (laughs) Fuck, the Chinese do not have it in them. (laughs) The second Red Army. (laughs) Yeah. What happened to the first one? 27 million dead. (laughs) The first one. Heroes, every one of them. 27 million dead. They killed about 4.5 million Germans. That is a god-awful ratio. We did that bit about 40 million uh, Americans versus 150 million Chinese. Do you remember that bit? I think it was 100, but yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The, uh, <laughs> uh, if the ratio was similar to the Russians and the Germans, you know, we're talking 400 million dead Chinese just from combat casualties, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of dead people. It's so many, That's dead, too people. many dead people. Heroes, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Stalin. You know, Stalin, after the war, was like, eh, five million died. <laughs> he was like... I did not. <laughs> he, he was like, that sounds heroic, but not incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it came out in, like, the 90s. 27 million dead, mostly Russians. Um, crazy. Uh, mostly, I say mostly Russians. The Bielorussians are Russians, too. Um, sorry. You guys, uh... You want to talk about Mr. Beast, or do you want to talk about Iran? What's Mr. Beast up to now? Mr. Beast has... Uh, oh, he's lo- got, like, NBA sponsorship or something? He's got lots, man. He's going to be king of the world. I, <laughs> I, 
I hate Mr. Beast deeply, but I have respect for the man's hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And intelligence. On he has grinded it. more than anyone else, I yeah. think. He's got this video of, like, uh, talking about his start. He should really stop talking about himself. He, though he's <laughs> going to regret all those videos. that People are analyzing them. But um, he's got this video about when he started out, he got a sponsorship for $5,000 to give to a homeless man. And he, uh, he had been on the phone for eight hours to get this fucking uh, sponsorship at that point. And then he spends another two hours pleading with the man to make it $10,000 because the thumbnail will be viral and $5,000 won't be, right? $10,000 right. viral. Okay, and all right. And, uh, you know, genius play, right? He's right. And he was like, 15 or some shit like that when he was Jeez. thinking that out right so good job but uh it shows the the merciless capitalist thing behind him right and he's got tendrils everywhere now he's got mr beast burger which is a a franchise he set up that, that you order uh burger menu and supplies off the internet and it shows up to you so that you can sell these up-priced burgers that are terrible great yeah what like mlm style Mr. Beast Burger. I don't want to say it's an MLM because you can make money, but it, it's more like a, it sounds like a pyramid scheme. It is a little bit. It has the potential to be, like, but I don't think it is. It's more like McDonald's. They set up actual like brick and mortar stores. Though? They don't set up brick and mortar stores. They sell you the rights to sell these burgers, and you got to go find a store. You know what I mean? Oh, like a grocery store. You can no, become like a regional supplier. You can be a, a restaurant. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Like a McDonald's. Yeah. Right. Okay. So like. Yeah, a family-owned restaurant could sell Mr. Beast burgers if they wanted to. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That's fucking funny. Yeah. And then on top of that, his uh, his YouTube channel, right? He gets billions of views, and then he's also pioneered. Um, he's he has a a studio of voice actors translate his shit into other languages, so that he can then repost his videos into Spanish and fucking Bantu and fucking Arab and things like that. We should do that. Yeah, that'd go well. <laughs> we get a fatwa fucking <laughs> declared against us. Yeah. Well, I see the podcast in <laughs> <laughs> You can't even make it through that. You want to go bilingual? At least I'm bald. I can't be scalped. Or whatever. <laughs> Wait, no, they behead. I'm confusing cultures. <laughs> It still would be hard to be had with that. Yeah. I guess you they could do the plunger thing <laughs> at the top. Oh my god. And then be had me. <laughs> yeah, just wrangling your head into a guillotine <laughs> with a big plunger on it. <laughs> they do it with a knife. They, they do it with a knife in the uh, Saudi Republic. Not Republic, Kingdom. Yeah. Um, yeah, what were we talking about? Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. He's an evil, evil man. You know what gets me? Sorry, I know you're on a tie right here. Uh, uh, when I sign into YouTube, mm -hmm. I have my internet set. Those It clears my cookies, so I always have to sign into YouTube. Every time I do, mm -hmm. there's at least five of his videos right on the front page because it gives you the normie front page yeah. if you're not signed in. God, his fucking face. Yeah. I want to <laughs> just play whack-a-mole with those thumbnails. Like, God, bam, 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 bam. Just every time I see his stupid, it's not a smile. Yeah. He just opens his mouth. It's just a vacuous The soy void. face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look into his eyes and you can see the psychopathy, right? The, like the soullessness in Absolutely. his eyes. Absolutely. There's nothing in there. Yeah. There's just evil. Yeah, he... Uh, he did this to get rich, and he wanted to get rich to get with hot women. He, uh, he, he <laughs> did he say that? No, I'm, I'm interpreting that. He's okay. had a string of girlfriends that are all really hot blondes. Like, really okay. hot blondes. And um, way out of his league, you know what I mean? And then he keeps getting disappointed that he makes them famous, and then they leave once they have that fame, because then they can support themselves. You know, just... <laughs> Nobody wants to make YouTube videos with you, huh, buddy? Yeah, that sucks. Your, your personality's terrible, is <laughs> what that means, right? Find someone uglier is my advice. <laughs> yeah. um, don't you don't want to be Jonah Hill? Right? It's a bad look. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Mr. Beast has uh, locked somebody in a uh, a grocery store, uh, blacked out the windows, left all the food on the shelf, and said that for every day the guy stays in there, uh, he gets ten thousand dollars. Right? Yep. And uh, it's been a year or something. There's like <laughs> you know, no signs of stopping. But Mr. Beast posted, um, the guy's going to bankrupt me. He has no signs of stopping. And I was like, that is so emblematic of what a piece of shit you are, right? <laughs> yeah. Some guy taking 10 grand from you a day is going to bankrupt you? Cap. <laughs> I mean, do you know how much money you have, right? Like, do you know how much a billion dollars is? 
he said that he uh, he said and I agree that uh, his YouTube uh, just his YouTube channel is a valuation of between five to ten billion dollars based on the fucking income he has the views uh, trends that he has and things like that and he was offered a billion dollars is why he was uh, bringing it up Jesus he was offered offered a billion dollars to become an employee of his uh, of his company and uh, he was like no I'm, I'm more like 10 yeah and he's like and even that I wouldn't do it because I uh, I'm gonna be king of the world basically he yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he wants to be president is his goal uh, yeah and um, I mean yeah president beast pe- people le- rise <laughs> leftists uh, do bits all the time that are really good like um, I'm here in California today and I'm gonna end homelessness <laughs> like share and subscribe <laughs> yeah uh, which are, that's great. You know, that's a funny bit. But also, portends poorly, I think. <laughs> um, I did not realize there was that kind of money on YouTube. Dude. I, I knew there was money, but I thought it, like, topped out around, like, a million. Or a couple million. That's if you're getting a million views. What if you're getting hundreds of millions I, of yeah, views? Like, ten million. I thought it was, like, one of those curves. Not, All like, curves. logarithmic, not exponential. All curves. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh... Yeah, he makes ungodly money. Ten, that guy could be in there until he dies. Then ten grand a day ain't gonna dent him. <laughs> How much is three hundred sixty-five times ten grand? Right, that's uh, three point six five million. Right, so fucking. <laughs> You're in there ten years. So yeah. Thirty million. Is that right? Did I do that wrong? Even if it's thirty-six million and I've missed a zero, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, no, you're right. Three point six. Yeah. <laughs> when I did the math in my head earlier, it was three hundred sixty-five thousand. But I see now that was error. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Nope. <laughs> How'd you get a five thousand on a ten thousand multiple and no red flags in your head? Well, no, three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, on a ten thousand dollar multiple. Yeah. Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. Why are you both looking at me? I don't know. Three hundred I was doing $1,000. Times day. anything by 10 and get it to end in a number with a 5. It ends in three zeros. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm the idiot. <laughs> no, I think that's still right because it's, it's 5,000. Yeah, it would be 370. 360 or 370. Yeah, because right? you said 10,000. Yeah, 10, no, I'm still right. Yeah, yeah you're right. I but, said that. <laughs> okay. No, but about this bit as well. <laughs> uh, which was just a joke. It wasn't meant to be an attack. <laughs> Attacking here is Mr. Beast. Yeah. yeah. I'm not apologizing next week, Julian. Do you have a lot of You don't have to. It's fine. I really don't want you to apologize to Mr. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> you try to keep us on topic? We've got a duel about math now. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. What'd you say? No no multiple of 10 can end in a 5? Yeah. I, you're right. You can definitely apply- multiply something by ten to get three hundred sixty-five thousand. Could you multiply ten thousand to get to three sixty-five thousand? Yeah. Point something. Thirty-six point five. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You made that a two-minute bit. <laughs> How much time do we got left? Uh, like seven minutes. Not much. Yeah. We are not going to do the Palestinians justice on this episode. I fear. We did it already. Did we? We talked about Bernie and Cornell for a fucking <laughs> seven minutes. Uh, we support the Palestinians. Uh, Three Palestine. Yeah, River to the Sea. Yeah, Republic of uh, Palestine. There's like a thousand people dead over there yesterday yeah. and today. In it's one day. Insane. Yeah, the the deadliest day in American combat history was Antietam. Ten thousand dead in one day, and they did that. You know, there's no troops in the field for Palestine, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just people. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's just These citizens. Are all civilian deaths. Mm-hmm. That's so tragic. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep, covered it, done. Yeah, (laughs) now we can be accused of anti-Semitism or even whacked by Mossad or some shit like that. What a way to go. Uh, What a way to go. Really? Yeah. You just find me dead on the bathroom floor with like a huge sharp Star of David sticking out of my chest. (laughs) They're not ninjas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What a way to go. Alright, I'm definitely signing up for that one. Yeah, okay. Um... So uh, I think uh, what I'll do to end the episode is um, update the three conflicts that we've covered over the last several weeks. Uh, boring. Uh, Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me about West Africa. Come <laughs> on. Our first area that we're going to is Niger in West Africa. <laughs> America has uh, said that there, uh, what happened in Niger is officially a coup d'état. 
which uh, imp implements a whole bunch of uh, shit that they have going on in the background, legal and uh, po uh, policy th fucking shit. So, like, uh, you can't provide uh, funds to a, a coup d'etat fucking country. You can't provide support to a coup d'etat country and shit like that. Um, so that's the only update that I have. There's still no conflict there, but I, I'm bringing it up because I didn't know that the U.S. had a thousand troops stationed in Nigeria and had them when the coup uh, took place. I think they're still there too, and so this is why that fucking this declaration that it was a coup is a yeah. big deal. Cause they run like a major drone base or something there. I they think. got drone bases all over Africa. I don't know why I didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're running a shadow war with the Chinese in Africa. This is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what are they gonna do anything or? I, there's nothing to report. It's yeah, it's okay. yeah, shadow war. Ugh. We won't hear about it. God, cold wars are so boring. <laughs> um, in a less boring war, the Azers and the the Azerbaijanis and the uh, the Armenians. Uh, I glossed over the conflict too much last time I introduced it. There was an exclave. Do you guys know what an exclave means? Yeah, an do outer you? enclave. <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. <laughs> What's an enclave, then? This is a little group of people that are all the same. Yeah, so an exclave <laughs> is an outer group of people that are all the same as the ones that are in your inner, right? And so there was an exclave of Armenians that jutted out and uh, attached by, like, one road to the rest of Armenia, and that's what the Azerbaijanis took. Mm -hmm. And they did it basically in 24 hours, so the war is basically over, yeah. right? But, like... Uh, you know, it hasn't formally ended. There's no treaty or shit like that. Mm -hmm. And 180,000, all the Armenians in the area, what's it called? Um, Karabakh. Sorry. In the exclave? The exclave is called Karabakh. Uh, all the Armenians have now fled from the area and are in Armenia proper now, right? And so that's a genocide, right? Yeah. The, uh, well, it's ethnic cleansing. Which is a genocide. I don't know. I think that's a step below genocide. Are they two different ones? And I'm blurring? Uh, I think so. I think, I think genocide is a form of ethnic cleansing, but ethnic cleansing is not square necessarily genocide. Square rectangle, rectangle, square. Yeah, sounds right to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I won't say what I'm about to say. Why? Uh, I mean, a pussy's a hole, but not every hole's a pussy. Oh, Julia. <laughs> not with that attitude. Well, you took the square rectangle one. That's my first go-to. Didn't I had, need another one. I know, I know, but it came to my mind. <laughs> And I just, I go full stream of consciousness when I'm on here. Sabotage Jacob. <laughs> um, Ethiopia. I've been unable to explain the Ethiopia conflict for a long time because it is fucking complicated to my mind, right? Yeah. And I uh, have finally, I think, uh, distilled a way to explain it to a fucking six-year-old, right? Which, oh, God. It, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. I got six years up here. <laughs> you're a butter, you're sensei butterfly, like I said. You're allowed to be whoever you want. Right? I'm a six-year-old right now. I, Please educate me. I identify as a six-year-old. It's, it's going to be terse, and it's not going to be correct, right? But it, I think it's good enough, right? And so there's been this ongoing conflict with the Oromo people who are spread out all over the highlands of the south, right? Of Ethiopia. Of Ethiopia, okay. right? That's been going on since the 70s, right? And then in 2019, the socialist party that was multi-ethnic that ran Ethiopia collapsed finally, right? Finally, it collapsed. I don't even want it to collapse. Sure. It had been there for a long time. Yeah. Um, since the 40s or the 60s or something right. like that. Um, and they were running everything. The socialist, multi-ethnic fucking Ethiopian party. It collapses. And then the Tigrays get involved. And so the Oromos and the Tigrays team up. And because of that, they had the power to allow a whole bunch of other peoples to spring up and complicate the process. When in effect, it was just the or Oromos and the Tigrays in conflict with the rest of the ethnicities, mm -hmm. especially the central ethnicity, which I can't remember. Fuck them. <laughs> but uh, so like the Swahilis rose up, the Eritreans rose up, and peoples like that. And, um, yeah, you should just think about it as there was this low-level conflict going on, the Socialist Party fell apart, and it exploded into a civil war, and then minor peoples began to rise up and assert their own, uh, what's it called, patriarchy, and, uh, 
on top of that, Al-Qaeda and Boko Haram and people like that are in the fucking mix, mm. you know what I mean? So, like... Always gotta complicate things. Yeah, uh, in any Wikipedia uh, thing on any war, it, there usually is a section that goes, uh, sides, commanders, and strength, and casualties mm -hmm. at, at the top, right? And the one for the uh, Ethiopian conflict is three columns, <laughs> and it includes... <laughs> The, the two I described and then Al-Qaeda on the third. It's mm. like, that's really interesting. I think that's the best way to do it, too. Yeah. I would prefer five or six, though. I think that's more complicating than helping. Yeah. <laughs> well, Wikipedia isn't for your average math gamer. Yeah, Wikipedia is for your average <laughs> math gamer, I think. you know I have spent inordinate amounts of time on Wikipedia. I love Wikipedia. Do you love Wikipedia? I donate to Wikipedia. Me too, regularly. Regularly. Okay, I'm not rich enough for that. Me too, but I can't. <laughs> but I can't not because they complain all the time about how they're, they're going under. They're very toxic with their donation <laughs> <laughs> They deserve to be though. They're uh, yeah, that's fine. Honestly, they're greater than the Library of Alexandria. Those big opinion. red banners. You very guys, nice. you guys are right to fucking ask me every time I use Wikipedia because <laughs> I wouldn't if they didn't. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and I do. So, <laughs> so something's working. Yeah. Anyways, that's an hour. That's an hour. That's an hour. Do you want to say or do you want to no, say? No, you're good. All right, summer's coming.